In one word, wow. Rise of Skywalker trailer finally came out on Monday, and it was everything. It gave us all the feels. I cried. I cried some more. I felt super nervous. Maybe even smiled once, but <laughs> there was a lot going on. And this special edition of Dork Side of the Force podcast, we're going to tackle the Rise of Skywalker final trailer. Now that you've had some time since watching the trailer multiple times, Meg, how are you feeling about it? I I am so amazed that it's only, what, two and a half minutes, and it feels so long, and it's packed full of so many things, and I just, I'm still processing everything. And, you know, I've seen it, what, 10, 15 times by now, just to try to help me process it, and I am just, I can't believe that this movie is actually happening, so I guess the word would be, I'm in awe. Yeah, I, I I feel the same. I'm still processing it. I mean, it, it's the kind of thing where every single time I watched it, there was something different that I noticed. Yeah. So, you know, obviously the first time you go through it, it's on the big TV screen and everything's happening. Um, the second time I watched it, it was like, oh, look, Zori Bliss is in that scene. <laughs> Didn't notice <laughs> yeah. her there while tears were streaming down my face in C-3PO. That's pretty much telling us, like, he's about to die. I didn't catch, I heard the last words of the trailer, but I didn't catch who said it at first, because I remember thinking, like, who said that? I didn't hear who that was. And um, and that was when I first saw it on TV, out in my living room. Um, So when I watched it again, and I heard that it was Carrie Fisher, I was like, all right, I'm done. And that's when I started crying. Um, And then proceeded to watch it a bunch more times, and... It's always the C-3PO part that gets me um, because then you get the music and everything's happening so fast and you are like, what the heck is going on? It's crazy. No, definitely. I mean, I'm the same way. Every time the C-3PO part comes on, I start tearing up and then like the music is just so perfect to make me cry more. Like it just like added to it. But I felt like also it wasn't just like three people, C-3PO saying like, He's watching all our friends. It was, he was speaking for all of us, you know, we've been watching this for so long. I mean, you know, not all of us are 40 years old or whoever, like I'm not 40 yet. Watching Star Wars my whole life. There's been people who've been doing this, you know, have been, we're at the first screening of A New Hope and they've been doing this all this time. There's new fans who are just jumping in and like every, those words were everything we were feeling in that moment and that's what made it so perfect exactly and especially because c-3po has been in almost every single movie up to this point um and all the shows and things like that like and it's not just saying goodbye to his character but his character represents so much that is star wars that is what we know of star wars a new hope starts and he's there and it's it's felt a little bit the past couple of movies like he hasn't been there that much, but he's so important and he embodies so much of what Star Wars means. And so you're right. It's I'm you know, it's saying goodbye, not just to that one character, but to everything that we know And Star Wars itself is an ending. But I think really what it's going to come down to is Star Wars as we know it is ending, which is I can't even wrap my mind around that at this point. It's like too much too much for me to try to process at once yeah i mean these characters we may see them again they may pop up in other places 
but the reality is like you said like this this story this saga is ending and you know that's that's tough because like we're it's it's like you're we're saying goodbye and there's no what happens next there's no like well if it didn't work out for them this time maybe next time like this is it i mean i imagine it ends well (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah positive ending to it all because that would you know that'd be weird if it wasn't because it it is it's a movie and people go for like the positive in something like this like the epic drama like the hero should emerge victorious so i imagine it ends well for everybody not everybody not everybody and that's the thing too not everybody but in the grand scheme of things it should end you know with the resistance winning in a way mm-hmm. i hope but yes like i said we were saying goodbye to all of it and there is no next time like this is i mean they've made it they definitively have said it like this is it yeah especially because like we know there's going to be more but on what timeline like no no nothing has ever been confirmed that anything is going to happen beyond this point and things could but, like, at this point, we just have to think of it as, like, this timeline, this world that we know is done. This is it. And based on what we've now seen with all of the giant major battles that are going to happen in this movie, we've seen so much in the trailer already. Imagine what it's going to feel like when it's actually happening in the movie. Like, we've only gotten glimpses, like, seconds-long glimpses of all these ships and everything that's happening it's so much yeah i mean one of the other moments that like stood out to me like when the teaser in the morning where like it's all these ships that potentially ghost was there and the millennium Mm -hmm. Millennium just comes swooping in in front of this host of you know ships and it was like so intense and such a crazy moment that like you know, I sat there, I'm like, I don't even recognize these ships because, like, I'm not one of, like, these people who study these ships. And I, like, sought them out on Twitter because I'm like, what do you see? And it was that moment, like, stood out to me as, like, so crazy because, you know, this epic war, this the epic, like, final battle is coming, too. Right. And that's such a difference based on you know, how The Last Jedi ended where there was one ship. That was basically all that they had. No one was answering their calls. No one was available. They couldn't find anyone. They didn't have anyone to help. But now we know that they do. But, you know, we don't know all the details of how that happens. But the fact that the ghost is there and the Millennium Falcon is there, we think it's the ghost. Like, nothing's officially been confirmed, but, like, everyone's 99% sure that's what it is. Because why would you put a ship of the same model right there and it not be the ghost? They wouldn't do that to us, I don't think. Who's flying the ghost, however, we don't know. But, yeah, like, help is coming. That gives me so much hope. Like, I'm terrified because with any battle, things are going to go wrong. Things are going to happen. But the fact that there's going to be a battle, there's enough reinforcements there that it's happening. And, you know, people are riding horse creature things on starships and whatever else is happening. is. We've seen space battles. We've seen ground battles going on at the same time but now it's all happening the same time at the same place we've never seen that before we've seen it now in the trailer but guys get ready <laughs> that, that scene too where like hannah and finn and then bb8 is rolling along oh i love that 
I Top love Starship. Family. Oh my god, I wanted to jump out of the seat. Yes. <laughs> I love how BB-8's just like in it with them. He's like, I'm not just a droid just hanging out. I'm I'm with you guys. I love him so much. He's my favorite. <laughs> yes, he's awesome. I watched I was actually watched The Last Jedi this morning cuz I was like so hyped on Star Wars. <laughs> so I was through The Last Jedi and I'm like, BB-8 is the best. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> And what what actually got me too was watching the last Jedi this morning was you know towards the end when they're on crate and Finn and um, Rose show up and yeah it's great to see you guys and Poe's like where's my droid like that's what he cares about more than anything else he's like where's my droid and like there was such a nice reunion between the two of them I'm like yeah he's that's why because he's the best exactly they did so good with him because like we love r2d2 we love c3po we love all the other droids that we've gotten but like every new one that we've gotten in the past couple years like they just have their own quirks their own like things that make you love them and like bb8 is just so like adorable i love him yeah and speaking of droids like hooray r2d2 finally showed up (laughs) yes one of the trailers yes finally he's there we know that he's there and with him and c3po are together again and oh well we don't know how that's gonna go but yes i was so happy to see him because i'm like where has he been like you know he had that scene with luke in the last Jedi, which was amazing and i loved it but um to see them together again that's a moment, too, because you're like, yeah, they're standing with uh, Ray and Poe and Finn. But, um, you know, those two, again, it started with them and here they are again. And R2-D2 and C-3PO have major roles to play in this movie. There's like no doubt about that. And we don't know what in the world is going on with C-3PO. I've seen plenty of theories, um, but now we like definitely know that this is it for him, um, at least the C-3PO that we know, like, who knows, but there's, like, the thing about this trailer is, like, I've been thinking about, like, you know, how does this make me feel, like, what are my thoughts, and all I can think is, like, I just have so many more questions about this movie, like, we learned so much, but now we have so much more to speculate about and, like, scream about, because, like, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, it, it feels, we got that C-3PO red eye scene from the D-23 trailer, mm-hmm. so it seems kind of like the two are connected yeah and you know part of me when i saw the red eyes i was like oh that's crazy and you know i wrote about it but then it was like maybe there's but still maybe there's a way to come back from that and now seeing that scene that we just watched in the final trailer it seems like there's no coming back from it like it's this or nothing and it just goes to show the like magnitude of what is happening in this final movie if c3po is going to go to these lengths because not for nothing like yeah okay he's friends with rafe and Poe, like he was with the like the original trilogy like characters for much longer and like mm-hmm. you know i feel like he considers like leia and luke and them more like family so it's like the fact that he's willing to sacrifice himself for, for like something it just means that like whatever it is has to be that crucial oh yeah like they they had to have a way to like make you like 100% sure like that the stakes are as high as they could possibly be and that is taking C-3PO who we all love no matter how annoying he might be sometimes um and showing you like hey he is making a major sacrifice like that's how you know that this is serious and like there is like a 
for me, there's this feeling of like, oh, this is, you know, this is amazing. This is so cool. But also like this overwhelming sense of dread, like this is going to probably end happy. But there are going to be some moments in this movie that <laughs> that are going to be uh, pretty interesting to try to get through. I definitely am bringing boxes of tissues to this movie. Yeah, that's that's the part I don't understand. What I'm going to have to figure out, too, is I just imagine everybody else is going to be crying in the theater. So it's not yeah. going to be embarrassing. Or uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally expecting to just be crying my eyes out. I mean, it's happened before. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when I went to see The Last Jedi in the theater opening weekend, it was the first Star Wars movie that I'd ever seen opening weekend in a theater just because of the timing of everything that had happened before this. And when I saw a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away on the screen, I started crying then. Like that in itself is enough to get me going. So, yeah, I'm totally expecting to just lose it multiple times throughout this movie. It, or I could just be crying the entire time. Like, who really knows? Yeah, I saw The Force Awakens early and I was pregnant at the time. So, like, I just had, I don't, I had lots of emotions. I don't know what I was <laughs> feeling. <laughs> so, there was a lot going on there. Um, and then the other parts, I mean, the other parts, there's so much going on. Like, it was, there was a lot going on. You saw a lot of people, but I felt like, the trailer was pretty Raylo heavy. Like there was a lot of scenes with the two of them together mm-hmm. and just showing that, you know, as much as this movie is about this galactic war, it's still about, it's about them. It's about the two of them and where they're going to like net out at the end of this. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, like whatever your stance is on the whole Raylo thing, whatever Raylo means to you, because it can mean many different things depending on, you know, what you want it to mean or how deep you want to go. But there is that togetherness. There is that they are side by side, whether they're against each other, with each other, you know, however that ends up working out. Like there is, there has been enough to show us that the two of them together is like the focal point probably of this movie, of this whole story. Um, You know, we've seen them totally fighting against each other and then we've seen them working together to fight against a um a different enemy and now it's like it's definitely those two like there's something about um them being together or they're having some kind of balance or something like that that's super important and so like you can't dismiss Raylo because it is definitely there and no one is denying it if anything they're pushing it super hard and I, I'm just curious how dark ray fits in all of it into all of this i'm curious about you know because there are points where you see them standing together just the two of them you see them um destroying the helmet or whatever that is we're not completely sure you see them clashing lightsabers and then you see them you know walking towards each other we don't they're just it's the two of them against each other whatever that might mean and that is um what is up with that (laughs) i don't know because you know, how is it all going to end? Are they going to end up together? Are they both going to survive? We don't even know that technically. And you can, there are theories about that too. But yeah, they're like, it sometimes felt like every other scene was them together, especially Kylo walking out of um, the fog or the water. And he's just like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> like, oh my God, why? If, if the this trailer was like done chronologically, and I don't know if it was, it felt like, you know, they go from being, you know, 
enemies to something more because like yes he comes out of the water although it's like that 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 image still gets me with him like coming out of the water because Mm -hmm. yes he comes out and he almost like he's like stalking her but he the way he like puts the lightsaber like he puts it back it almost feels like like somebody putting their sword away like in a scabbard like it's not meant as intimidation you know it was like like, i'm gonna put this here and i'm gonna come to you but then like you know the next time you see them the two of them are fighting like you know but then the next you see them they're standing there inside of the death star and they're kind of just they're looking at each other ray has her lightsaber out but it's to the side and it's not threatening kylo doesn't even have it on right and they stand in there and it's such a casual pose that it doesn't feel as though the two of them are hostile towards each other in that scene and then yes the the vader and look it's vader's mask yeah yeah pretty much um crashing down vader's mask so it's there's so much going on there it's it's kind of crazy and like it was so raylo heavy and i'm okay with it like we've had our raylo episode we discussed Mm -hmm. it for them to end up together like to be like oh they get their happily ever after not down with that mm-hmm. but you know you know daisy ridley said in an interview with entertainment weekly like it's going to be addressed you know Raylo will be addressed so i i am intrigued to see how they treat that and yeah. if it comes to like the satisfying ending that you know fans are looking for not you know not all fans are going to be happy it's the way it is like mm-hmm. it's just the way but i'm curious to see you know, the treatment that it gets. Right, because it could end up a romantic thing, but it might not. It might end up like a more platonic, like, hey, okay, we're in this together and we've done this thing and now let's just go live out the rest of our lives doing whatever. It's definitely, there's definitely going to be an end, some kind of, there's going to be closure with that for sure, because we've seen them, you know, on, on opposite ends of this. And so that has to come together and it will and we have no idea what palpatine has to do with that um but he was all over this trailer which i didn't expect because so far we we've known that in some capacity he appears or he's a prominent presence or something um but now it pretty much looks like he's actually alive, maybe, possibly, um, and totally in the presence of everyone. And he, it's like, it's like he hasn't been there yet. So you have, you start to wonder as you're watching this trailer, like, what has he been doing to make all of this happen so far? What has, what did he have to do with Snoke? You know, like all this stuff. Um, it's bad. <laughs> gonna be bad but so good i want to know what that (laughs) his throne like what is happening (laughs) yeah there was definitely more palpatine than i was expecting but at the same time like we didn't even see him or his face you know there was the throne there was obviously his voiceover and then there was you know the picture shot of ray with this strange contraption off picture that we only saw like conceivably like an elbow of and it's like right. part machine, part something yeah. else going on there. So what, you know, I think it's, I feel like whatever he looks like, it's going to be shocking to people. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting as well to see what, you know, Palpatine actually looks like as well. Because, hey, he fell down a shaft that mm-hmm. should have killed him. Pretty so, much. And it didn't. Um, so easy, like, <laughs> part, like, kind of like Darth Vader, like half human half machine is he similar mm-hmm. to you know Darth Maul the way he was in the Clone Wars like 
same thing, half human and not half, you know, half person, half Mm -hmm. machine. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they also dealt with that issue because, yeah, this is a guy who should have been dead, but alas, he was not apparently. And we all thought that he was. And even in the, in some of the books in the expanded universe, the whole idea was he is not here, but he's created this plan so that the Empire can live on without him. So it could be that it's some kind of, like, it could not be him, but still be him. We don't know. But still, like, throughout all of this, we've been pretty sure, understandably, that he's not here anymore. But once again, just like the first two trilogies, he's somehow facilitating all of this, you know, doing his thing without anyone realizing what's really happening, which is, I want to, I just... I'm looking really looking forward to how this ends, especially from a story perspective, because there have been a lot of movies and there's been a lot this same plot going on this whole time. Once again, my worry of them not having enough time to wrap this all up. I know that it's going to be fine. It's still going to be the longest. Is it going to be the longest Star Wars movie that we've the had? Longest, Is that? Yeah. yeah OK, Um. so it's going to be fine and they have figured it out. There's just going to be a lot of action and a lot of like fast moving things. But man, and also like there are things in this trailer, like a Star Destroyer coming out of the ground, just like, Hey, what's up? Like that, at that point you kind of just have to sit back and you're like, okay, this is, I have no idea what's happening. Um, But that's the coolest part because now we have two months, just two months left. That's not that far away. Only two months to spend talking about this trailer and all that we know, and then to get to the movie and realize, oh, we actually knew nothing. <laughs> like, um, I haven't watched uh, the trailers for The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi recently, but there are things in those trailers that make you think one way, and it's not that way. And that's probably going to happen with a lot of what's happening in this trailer. So I know I'm trying to be careful not to assume too much because I don't want to get my expectations too high just because I want to absolutely love this movie no matter what happens. And I still will. But everything moves so fast. You just like you don't get the context of everything. That's the only thing with trailers that I'm always like trying to remind myself was like you don't know when in this movie this actually happens like it's very possible that like scene by scene in this trailer, nothing is connected or it's not chronological at all. But, you know, could be wrong. Who knows? No, that's true, because, you know, I remember, you know, the Last Jedi trailer and there were some of the voiceovers like, you know, from Rey and from Luke Skywalker that upon watching the movie, it didn't actually fit, you know kind of what it made you believe when you were watching the trailer so you know it wouldn't be surprising if like they just spelled out the movie for us you know in that trailer so you know and plus they didn't even address dark ray in the trailer or c3po with the red eyes so like there's just there is still so much more happening we only got two and a half minutes or whatever it was so yeah we we don't even we don't we we don't know anything going on and we still don't know anything that's going on. Like, like, okay, the premise of the movie is the resistance against First Order. Yes, maybe. But, like, we actually don't know anything. Like, how they get from point A to point B. Like, we, we have no clue. Like, there's no mm-hmm. hints or anything about, you know, and, you know, I've read rumors and I've read leaks. And, you know, interestingly, interestingly enough, a lot of the leaks seem to confirm what was seen on screen. 
And there's a big part of me that is hopeful that they were red herrings or misdirections because I would prefer to be very surprised when I hit the theater on December 19th to watch this movie. Absolutely. That's why I don't avoid, as much as I try to avoid spoilers and leaks and things like that, I don't worry about trailers because I know that Especially with this one, because there were some people online, as there always will be, who were like, oh, I was very underwhelmed with this trailer or it didn't excite me or it didn't, you know, show me the things I wanted to see. And the thing about that is, like, it's not supposed to. Like, you know it's a good trailer when it shows you a lot of things but tells you nothing. That's the whole point of what a trailer is, to get you hyped for a movie but not give away everything. So whoever was in charge of putting this trailer together did a really good job, in my opinion. Yeah, I I was okay with it. Like I didn't, you know, it didn't. I I still wish I knew a little more plot, but you know what? The reality is, and it was similar to Avengers Endgame. They didn't give away any plot in the movie from the trailer. The reality is, it is a mega event. People are going to go see it regardless of what is going on. There's going to be those few who protest. That's fine. They're mm-hmm. going to make billions of dollars. They're going to sell out all over the place. They're already breaking records. Like as mm-hmm. far as on a ticket sold right away. Yep. They don't have, they didn't, listen, they didn't even have to show that trailer last night and then be like, hey, tickets are on sale. And people would have bought them regardless, you know? Exactly. It's, it's, it's a huge event and people are going to go see it. And the trailer just got me hyped up even more to go see it. Exactly. That's exactly why I think they did the trailer the way that they did, is that they know, like, we don't have to persuade people to go see this movie. They're going to go. What we just want to do is give people something because it feels like we haven't gotten that much. We have. But people are expecting that trailer. People are expecting to have this to kind of write on for the rest of the time that we have to wait for whatever the next thing is. Um, so their their goal is not to say like, oh, we really need to persuade people to come to this movie that like people might not go to. No, <laughs> they just want to get us excited and make us a little nostalgic and make us ask all these questions and do all these reactions. And this is like the more people talk about it, the bigger this is going to be. And you're right. It's already breaking records. They've already sold more tickets than Endgame. This is and I figure that would happen. But at the same time, you don't know. But it's this is huge. Like. This is, they're doing 27-hour marathons before this movie's coming out. They're doing, it's, everyone is just, like, sitting here waiting for this to happen. And it's so close now. We're getting closer every day, and that's very, very exciting to me. Yeah. Um, the only thing I wished I saw more of were the new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they were mostly all in there. You know, Dom, Dominic Monaghan was in the scene where Rose was like peering out at something where everybody else was running in the opposite direction. So that mm-hmm. should be fun. Um, <laughs> Zori was in the scene with C-3PO. Um, Hannah was riding on a sheep, by the way, is probably from the pictures and her scenes, probably going to be my, like my new favorite of the, the new, the new characters. Uh-huh. Um, but no general Allegiant general pride or, or Hux. Yeah. Hux, where are you at? <laughs> I, I'm worried about him a little bit. I mean, he is who he is, but like, what? where is he at? What's he doing? Who knows? Yeah, like Richard E. Grant, you know, he tweeted. It's funny because he tweeted about about it, but he, he I don't I didn't see him unless um, in my 15 viewings. I missed it. I didn't see him. <laughs> 
it's um, possible. He hasn't, the only the only place I saw him was in like the, the variety where he had the image with him and Hawks together. Right. Um, but other than that, I'd feel like this is like a case of Matt Smith. where like, where is he? Is he is he in this? Where is he? By the way, I don't think Matt Smith is in this movie. I'm just going to go. <laughs> no, like there was this whole thing about him being in it. And then, like, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, he's not in it anymore. And everyone's like, what? Are you sure? <laughs> um, but, like, his name isn't on the, not that it really matters, but, like, his name isn't on the list. Well, you yeah. would think him or his agent would be like, hey, can you put me in, you know, the credits for Star Wars if I'm in it? Because, like, that looks pretty good on your resume. Pretty much. So, yeah, like, we don't, what happened with that? Who knows? I mean, rumors are rumors. They happen. I know I wrote about it at some point. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, there's so many new people. And, like, that's the only thing. It's, like, there's all these new characters. There's so yeah. much that you had, But, like, they're going to be so important to everything that's going on. Like, we're all going to fall in love with them. And maybe there'll be more stories about them later on. You know, that could be a thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. I like that. No, it's, I like that. Idea. And that's always obviously possible with the comics and books, you know, that come out. It's obviously possible. I just I just wanted to see them a little bit more, I guess. But I mean, yeah. you probably couldn't fit them in. It was it was fun. I guess it was funny the way it was. I mean, it was it. It got the reaction out of me that they were probably looking for. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there were tons of things that we probably could have seen more of that they were like, OK, you're going to see it eventually like gotta pick and choose here <laughs> yeah i mean we know luke skywalker's in it but you know there was no force luke anywhere that we got to see so there's a lot it is there is again it was two and a half minutes long that was what a percent of what the actual movie is going to be so right you know we got everything and nothing all at the same time right good enough for me at this point <laughs> yeah i'm good i'm actually going to in my hopes that the spoilers and leaks have been wrong, I'm actually just going to, at this point, <laughs> avoid all of them mm-hmm. for the next, you know, seven weeks-ish that we have left until the movie. Yeah. So that hopefully there will be some mega surprises in store for me because, again, I'm super excited. I couldn't get the first showing for my tickets because I realized I do work that day. No. And so... <laughs> home yeah um will be i did not take the day off the next day like you did which was super smart um <laughs> so i'll be at work the next day i mean i just know that if i tried to go to work i wouldn't get anything done anyway because like first of all i'm gonna want to see it again <laughs> and second of all like when i see a movie like on opening night for example like i come home i think about it i watch reactions and reviews and stuff online i read things I go to sleep eventually. I wake up and I'm just constantly thinking about it and I can't stop. <laughs> um, and that's just with like normal movies. Like this is the probably the most important Star Wars movie that we have ever gotten. So, yes, I'm definitely taking that day off so I can just exist in all of my thoughts and write as much as I possibly can. Um, I wanted to write so much today about so many things. And it's like, oh, wait, I have like. Real life exists still. <laughs> oh, good job. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, I actually had the day off, so I had time to write things. Not not purposely having the day off, but had the day off today. So it gave me time to actually do things, which was, which was nice. So to watch it 15 times and to put on The Last Jedi and see if there was anything that popped up there that could potentially, you know, 
help things along in the Rise of Skywalker. It, it wasn't, but yeah. I pretended. <laughs> I pretended like I was doing research anyway. There you go. Well, that's the great excuse to use for anything watching Star Wars related. I'm doing research. Don't know for what yet, but for something. It'll all add up someplace along the way. Yep. Uh, how many more times do you think you'll watch it for the weekends? I might watch it. Like, I started, I watched it, like, once right when I woke up this morning and, like, a few more times today. But, like, I might watch it once a day for, um you know, a couple days just because it's so amazing and I still want to talk about it. But, you know, after that, I do want to get back into, like, my rewatch mindset and, like, always thinking about it. But, like, if I watch it too many times, it's not going to be as cool. So <laughs> so I might watch it, like, a few more times and then give it a while of not watching it and then watch it again. And then I'll be like, oh, I remember how amazing this was because I haven't been watching it constantly. I'll probably watch it a handful of times when it's like, oh, there's a lull right now at work press play there you go and then cry cry at my desk yeah and then, then like all right i'm going on lunch everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh boy is there anything else from uh the trailer that you want to point out to chat about um post scarf man like you know <laughs> i don't know what it is about it but like i can't stop thinking about it it's you know it's just a scarf but i want it to matter <laughs> I just love it. I'm like, why are you wearing this? But at the same time, I'm like, it's just who you are. This is amazing. I don't know why that matters so much to me. <laughs> Maybe he had to look stylish for Zori's because apparently they have a past, you know? Oh, yeah. He had to clean up a little bit. Blow on a little, uh, you know, a little ex- couple accessories to uh, impress former girl well it's just funny because it's like in every scene almost he's wearing it i'm like okay like you're never gonna take this off again maybe she gives it to him maybe that's what it is who knows maybe that's it maybe it's a little memento oh i love it i hope nothing <laughs> happens to it i hope he keeps maybe it all the way through the end playa, you know maybe oh. like Thing. Oh like, my heart! Oh, that you're hurt. now the leader. You're my boy, Poe, and like gave him the, this present. Oh, it hurts. Oh, that got me. Mm. <laughs> Leia, what's gonna happen to her? I don't know. Oh. Well, yeah, don't know. It was it was still rough watching the Last Jedi, knowing like she died before that movie and mm-hmm. everything going on. I was like, oh, you still got me. And like even like like I was like so intensely watching the Last Jedi. <laughs> so like Kylo has his thumb over like you know the trigger to like mm-hmm. potentially like, kill her and the rest of the leaders of the first of the Resistance, and he doesn't do it. I got like really emotional. Oh. I'm like. Mom and son, that connection runs deep. Like, even in the Allegiance comic that's going on right now, like, the whole first part of the first issue was, like, her and everyone else, like, figuring out where they're going to go. I just, like, got super emotional. I'm like, she's here. Like, it's it's just a picture, a bunch of pictures, you know? It's not actually her, but, like... Her character is, like, still here, and, like, we don't have to say goodbye yet. It's going to be super emotional, guys. (sighs) We'll get through it, and we'll get through it together. Yes, we will. All right. Well, I'm going to probably go watch a trailer once more before, you know, I go to sleep. Do it. So, yeah. So thanks, Meg, for jumping on and us doing a special edition of Dork Side of the Forest podcast. And hit the comments. Let us know what you think of the trailer, because I want to continue to read and talk about it and write about it. Thanks, everybody, and have a great night. Bye.